From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Thursday, November 3rd. In the weeks leading up to the election, social media has been buzzing with allegations that so-called outside influences are affecting politics in Grand and San Juan counties. San Juan's former county attorney is now using his social media platform to get the attention of the state's attorney general. If you read his Facebook posts, he's um, almost in a kind of insulting, demeaning way, calling out Attorney General Sean Reyes to take a look at these concerns he's raising. Brian Maffley, reporter with the Salt Lake Tribune. His latest article digs into these concerns. It's all about an outside lawyer, one who doesn't work for San Juan County, but has been giving commissioners Willie Grayeyes and Kenneth Maryboy advice, mainly about their roles as elected leaders. As Maffley writes, both Gray Eyes and Mary Boy are Navajo Nation members and Democrats, and they rely on this lawyer to navigate a government structure that for a long time has favored the conservative Mormon culture. But now, as the commissioners face re-election, former San Juan County attorney Kendall Laws is alleging that the Southern Utah Wilderness Alliance and the Rural Utah Project have bankrolled this lawyer's legal services. This claim has been flatly rejected by those accused. However, it's stirred up a controversy long simmering in the background of local politics. And just last week, the Legislative Auditor General opened a government compliance review of San Juan and Grand Counties in response to concerns that outside activists have too much influence on commissions. Maffley has spent a career at the Trib writing about complicated issues in southern Utah. This situation in San Juan is certainly that. So we checked in with him about his approach to this reporting. Thank you, Brian, for speaking with us this morning. Um, First off, you know, how did you start reporting on this? Well, for starters, how this started was our political reporter, Brian Schott, noticed these postings that the former county attorney of San Juan was posting on his Facebook, kind of hinting at a improper relationship between Southern Utah Wilderness Alliance and the Rural Utah Project with two of the commissioners. And our editor, uh, Lauren Augustus, assigned me to, to look into it. So the reporting was actually pretty easy because um, Kendall Laws, the county attorney, he resigned a few months ago and now works for the state public lands policy coordinating office. He has obtained a lot of emails involving, you know, the back and forth between the commissioner, Mary Boyd and Gray Eyes and their lawyer, Steve Bose. And he's posting a few of these emails that suggest that SUA and Rural Utah Project you know, might be covering Steve Bose's legal fees. From our reporting, I just want to get this out front. From our reporting, there is zero evidence to back that up. But the implications there in these emails that got posted that something's going on. But when we looked into it, no, Steve Bose is representing Kenneth Maryboy and Willie Grayeyes in a kind of advisory role, totally pro bono. No one's ever paid him back. What Kendall Laws is claiming or, or asserting in his Facebook posts is that there's more to it than that. It's more than just, you know, innocent advice to the commissioners, but actual um, potentially lobbying on behalf of SUA. So now, as you mentioned in your article, the Legislative Auditor General has opened a government compliance review of San Juan and Grand Counties. Can you talk about that and what that means? Yeah. So that audit that was announced or posted last week was really what drove our decision to publish this story before the election. 
And what we understand from, again, this is reporting from Brian Schott, not me, but he's learned that this audit that the legislative auditor general has opened is in response to these concerns raised by Kindle laws and others that SUA and other activist groups have too much influence um, with both Grand and San Juan County commissions. Um, when I interviewed Kendall Laws about that, he 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 has no knowledge of the the Grand County end of things, but he made it clear to me that he's not actually making allegations. He's actually asking for the Attorney General to look into these concerns that he feels these emails raise. And and you know I have to acknowledge that the issues raised in the emails are potentially concerning and uh, worth a look. But are they, you know, are they evidence of wrongdoing? No, they're not. And uh, I think Kendall Laws is just saying, look, w- given the appearance, they deserve a, a close look. And so far, the attorney general, uh, as far as anybody knows, has not opened any kind of inquiry. But Kendall Laws sure is putting the pressure on him. So, of course, you spoke to representatives from SUA and the Rural Utah Project, and they have a different point of view. Yeah, well... <laughs> They have confirmed that, no, they have never agreed to pay for Steve Bose's legal fees. And Steve Bose himself says, look, I, I confirm that as well. So we should kind of back up and like talk about why Steve Bose is even involved in San Juan County at all. So he's a lawyer who once represented the Navajo Nation and has developed a relationship over the years with both Willie Grayeyes and Kenneth Maryboy, dating back to a time when they served on the nation's tribal council. And of course, Grayeyes and Maryboy are, you know, members of the tribe and are fairly high-profile community leaders. And they were also activists in the campaign to establish the Bears Ears National Monument, which was not very popular with a, a lot of folks in San Juan County. Um, Gray Eyes and Mary Boy were elected in 2018 after the Navajo Nation won its lawsuit to get San Juan County to redistrict its, its voting districts. And who was the lead lawyer on that case? Steve Bose. And uh, Steve Bose also represented Willie Gray Eyes, again, pro bono before and after the 2018 election in connection with this effort by the county to exclude him from the ballot because of allegations that Willie Gray Eyes actually lived in Arizona. Um, those issues were ultimately resolved in Willie Gray Eyes's favor. Then after the election, his opponent, Kelly Laws, who happens to be Kendall Laws's dad, filed a lawsuit challenging the outcome of the election, again, based on this idea that, that Gray Eyes actually didn't live in Utah. Um, And again, Gray Eyes won, and Steve Bose covered those fees. He he charged no one for that. So because of this kind of, you know, somewhat antagonistic relationship between Willie Gray Eyes and county government, he looked outside Kendall Laws' purview for uh, counsel on how to be an effective county commissioner. And that relationship caused a lot of heartburn in uh, San Juan County and the former county administrator, Kelly Pearson, filed complaints with the bar about it. And obviously, Kendall Laws wasn't happy about it. Basically, you know, here's this outside guy doing his job for him. And in the meantime, these resolutions are being drafted and passed by the county commission 
Um, but presumably the drafter was Stephen Bose. And these, these resolutions were like, you know, supporting the restoration of Bears Ears, things that were, you know, opposed by the previous county commission, which was, of course, led by Phil Lyman in those days. The county commission's taken a whole 180 now under Willie Gray Eyes' and Kenneth Maryboy's leadership. And so it's, you know, there's a lot of context here to to understand this this relationship. But things are kind of coming out into the open now, thanks to, to Kendall Laws' postings. And he's releasing just a few of these emails he's obtained through public records requests. And of course, they they paint a very incomplete, you know, biased picture, frankly, the, the few he's posted. And when I talked to him about it, he said, look, he's, he's obtained at least a thousand emails or thereabouts, and he's still going through them. And now he, last week, he filed a lawsuit against the county saying they need to release even more emails. This thousand emails he's received is, is not completely responsive to his request. And again, we, I mean, we need to back up here, too. He filed these, these records requests after he left his employment with the county. He served almost two terms as the elected county attorney when he, when he resigned this year. And in these grandma requests, he talks about how he's preparing a lawsuit, a libel lawsuit against unnamed individuals. Um, it's pretty clear that Steve Bose is in the crosshairs there. And there's four grandma requests in May, and the documents have been trickling in over the months. And he's sitting on a, a huge trove of material that he says he's provided to the attorney general's office. Brian, I really appreciate the historical context. Thank you for going through that. You know, you've spent a career reporting all over the state, but really also in San Juan and Grand Counties. I'm curious if you have seen these types of allegations before, you know, about outside people or outside organizations influencing uh, local politics. Yeah, I, I think this is not very uncommon. Um, and the shoe is on the other foot in other counties or, or in San Juan County with previous commissions. And I think Sua would have been the first to point out, I know I have, um, as a journalist, have pointed out the influence that outside groups on the other side of the political spectrum have had on San Juan County and other counties, especially the coal and oil and gas producing counties. And it seems like we see influence by industry groups or motorized recreation groups have on, on county commissions elsewhere. And it doesn't seem to raise a whole lot of concerns there. But to be fair, SUA has pointed those things out, but have they, you know, filed lawsuits over it? Um, yeah, maybe they have. You know, they 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 did file lawsuits over closed meetings that the San Juan and Kane and Garfield County Commissions had during the National Monument review process back in 2017. So it's, you know, I think this is not an uncommon thing. That it's all blowing out, out open right before an election like this. That, I think, is what makes this different and troubling for me. You know, I mean, I, I we put a lot of thought into whether this was the right time to post a story like this, considering it's a week before the election and both Gray Eyes and Mary Boy are, are up for re-election. But, you know, given that people are already talk, we're already talking about it, Kendall Laws is publicizing this. Lauren felt it was, and I agree, um, that as a paper of record for the state of Utah, we need to be a part of that conversation. You know, allegations about outside influence have also floated behind the scenes here in Grand County. This article deals very comprehensively with San Juan County. Do you think there will be future reporting from the TRIB on Grand County as well? I do think so, especially uh, since the legislative auditor has 
open an inquiry into the matter, and and we need to look into that as well. And and that will be um, something Zach Podmore and I will be pursuing in the in the coming weeks, I imagine. Salt Lake Tribune reporter Brian Maffley. Find his latest article as a link in the show notes. And that's the KZMU News for Thursday, November 3rd. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.